When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lunid, and today I have a very special guest to the show, Elena Armijo, a professional certified coach and get this, she has a strong track record of supporting clients and organizations in creating impact, culture shift, and leadership development. She offers in-depth and customized executive programs for high performance who are at the top of their respective fields. We're talking about CEOs, thought leaders, you name it, athletes, entertainers, so, so many, so many more. And I'm honored to have her on the show today because honestly, we're going to talk about what got you here won't get you there. What do we do to get there? What is that thing that we got to do or several things we got to do to take us from where we are now to where we want to be? So with no further ado, it is an honor to introduce Alina. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm delighted. You have such a bright smile on your face. It's making me smile. It's contagious. You know what they say, right? <laughs> smile That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm super stoked to have you here. So if you would, please go ahead and tell us about your journey here so far. Oh my gosh, my journey. It's been a, it's been a long one, like many people's, I suppose, when you get to where you're going. I grew up in Las Cruces, New Mexico, which is near El Paso, Texas, a border town. And uh, most of my family was split down the middle. I'm biracial. So I had mm-hmm. I had white and, and mixed family, Latin family on my dad's side. And so because of that, it was a very multicultural environment um, yeah. that I grew up in. And music was always part of my story. So I, I love to sing. I've been singing since I was a baby. And I went to school for music education and I always thought that I was going to be a teacher. I I really Mm -hmm. wanted to teach little kids music. And little did I know that as I continued to work through college and my master's degree, people kept encouraging me to sing and perform. And that led to a full on opera career in New York. Yeah. Where I was an opera singer for about eight years professionally. And, um, the reason that I think that's important, an important part of my my story, is that um, you know I, I did all the things that people said you should do mm-hmm. to be successful, and so what I did is I just followed my path, and I didn't really do it very intentionally, and I was miserable. You know, I was getting to the top of my game where I was singing regionally, and I could see the next twenty years in front of me, and I was burned out and sad and lonely, and I had a lot of guilt because where mm-hmm. I came from, you know, I was doing well, and that alone was like, well, I should keep going because there are so many people that want to be where I want to be, and I just uh, it was eating my soul away. 
Wow. So I had to really, you know, take a break and come off the road for a little bit. And I hired a coach myself mm-hmm. and I got to really work on peeling away some of those limiting beliefs. And I kind of liken it to being an onion where you just peel away the layers of the onion and you see more and more as you start to work on yourself. Yeah. And what I learned is I had built my entire career up until that point for proving my worth to the world. Wow. You know, if I could be successful, I could be loved and safe. And I never would have to look at my own limiting belief of like, not good enough, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'd created a whole career from that. That That's powerful stuff, man. Yeah, it <laughs> is. A whole career, you know? Yeah. Um, but People then I said success is linear. You know, you were just following that path. It was like, okay, well, I'm good at singing. So there's family around me. Friends are saying, pursue that. So you went right ahead and went through the motions and pursued it. And I'm pretty sure you were really good at it. Eight years in in New York. So that tells me you have talent, but it still wasn't it. It wasn't the thing. (laughs) It wasn't the thing. And, you know, I love music, but I never intended to make it a business. And it was just not fun anymore. And when I hired a coach, I got curious about coaching myself and I joined a coach training program and I got certified to become a coach myself and fell in love with it head over heels nice. with um, serving people. Yeah. And now some of your clients are artists and entertainers. Yeah. So, you know, it almost like looking back and connecting the dots, it was all part of the journey, right? It was supposed yeah. to happen that way. <laughs> yeah. Full circle for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I love entertainment and I love, love, making this show unique. And so yeah. I would love to hear something. Give us a little like two minutes. Oh my gosh, I haven't vocal. sung it forever. Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> Let's show, see. Us, show us your vocals. Show your us voice. the vocals <laughs> on live. Okay, well, I mean, when 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 they call. Let's see, it's been a minute. Let's see if I can even do it anymore. <laughs> That's probably wow. going to break your speakers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh was gosh. gorgeous. It, it just took me there. I was sitting in the opera, orchestra room. <laughs> in the opera room. <laughs> that was it's amazing. Been a minute. Yeah. And, and the big part of the show is t- finding your purpose. And yeah. what are the steps? What are the journey that kind of gets you to finding your purpose? And you just exemplify that. And yeah. you know, until you find your purpose, you are going to experience burnout, right? You you mm-hmm. named a few earlier. You're yes. going to feel unhappy. You're going not. You're going to not feel worthy. You're going to feel like you're not good enough because mm-hmm. you're not stepping into your calling. You're not yes. stepping into what you're supposed to do. So it's exciting that you found it. It's exciting that yeah. you're able to step into it. Now I'm sure some of your clients you work with tell us a little bit about the work you do with them. How are you helping them do the same? It's the same thing. It's people that come to me and they're high performers or high achievers that are doing great at whatever they're doing, but they're not fulfilled and they're Mm -hmm. missing something, right? So the work we do is to really uncover where they really want to be. What are their true desires? What are the things that they've told themselves they can't have for whatever reason? And what are they willing to do to go get it, right? Mm -hmm. And to step outside of their comfort zone. Um, A lot of what, what you and I have talked about before we got on was you know, doing something different. And I, and I think that's why people hire a coach is because you can't always see your blind spots. Even me as a coach, I'll always have my own coach because I can't Mm -hmm. see what's in my way as a human being, you know? So I think that's where you start is you 
You work with people that can show you what might be in your blind spots and have deep conversations that uh, allow you to explore your fears and find out what's next. Mm, Well put. Finding out your fears, exploring them and finding out um, what's next. Sometimes it's not not easy to face ourselves. Look at the men and women in the mirror. Yeah. Because of all these... um, programming, right? I call them ants, automatic negative thoughts. We've been, you know, these limiting beliefs. Tell us about those. How can one begin to face those? They're the part of the fear factor. Yeah. Well, the first thing I like to tell people is if you're waiting for fear to go away, you're never going to do it because we are humans. We have fear because we were born to have fear to keep safe. Right. Mm -hmm. So some of these limiting beliefs come from trauma or past ways that we've grown up as kids where we had to, as little kids, deal with whatever was going on in our space. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's different for every person. But whatever it was, your brain made up a story about that. And you said, well, I have to do X, Y, Z to be safe, loved or happy. In my case, it was I have to work really hard. If I'm not Mm -hmm. working 80 plus hours a week, then I won't be successful or safe or loved. Which as adults, you don't necessarily need those stories anymore. They existed to keep you safe at that point in time. And now it's looking at what you really need to get to the point of why you're here on this earth. Mm -hmm. And I, I do feel like fear is going to guide you. It's there in the passenger seat. I always like to use the analogy of a car, right? Mm -hmm. When we're driving down the road with a car, most people have fear in the driver's seat and you're in the passenger seat. So fear is actually making all your choices for you. And all I do with my clients is I ask you to switch seats. We don't have to tell fear to get out of the car. We don't have to leave (laughs) him behind, never again to be seen in the desert. (laughs) We just need fear to sit next to us so that it can continue to say, hey, watch out, watch out. But it never gets to drive again. It never gets to make that decision for you again. Yeah. And becoming comfortable with it there and knowing that when you step up to it, it goes from a lion to a little kitten. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It It gets quieter. It becomes less scary. But um, once you've confronted, once you get in its face, because you're right, it is there to protect us. That's what our brain, that's why our brains create habits. Like I like your analogy of driving the same way when we get into a car, when we first learn how to drive, we're so diligent, right? We're looking at all our windows, all our mirrors, hands are 10 to, we're like, like perfect drivers. Three months after learning how to drive, we're putting on mascara, we're drinking water, (laughs) we're driving with our toes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the same behavior. It's the same action, but the brain does its purpose. It now moves that action to the subconscious mind where you can do it without thinking. 100%. Yes. And and that's the power of the subconscious mind. And that's the power of some fears. It's supposed to be there to protect you, but you have to be aware of them. And then that's when you put them back in the driver's seat. yeah so so that they're not driving it's not um subconsciously let's talk about subconscious programming because you talk about limiting beliefs you have to Mm. i imagine go into that um with the clients tell us about subconscious programming yeah i think that that again it's things that we don't know that we're believing because Mm. we weren't aware of the programming when we grew up so uh a great example of this is scarcity You know, Mm -hmm. I I work with a lot of clients who are so afraid of money or they make choices based on money, right? Well, my kids have to eat. I have to to pay my bills. 
um, I have to go to work. So it doesn't really matter what job I have as long as it pays the bills specifically. Mm -hmm. And so when I work with clients around this, we look at the limiting belief around money and where did it come from? How did we get here? And it's not saying that, you know, money is going to grow on trees. No, I don't believe that either. You do have to do something to generate it and create it. But having it control your life is a different programming. Just like Mm -hmm. you said, it's a subconscious programming. And we can get to a conversation where you're actually generating it on purpose and intentionally, as opposed to, well, I have to, which is a very victimized conversation when it comes to money, which, you know, lived experience shows us that was true for us Mm -hmm. when we were young, right? So it's a, it takes something to step out of those limiting beliefs and choose something different. Yeah. And choose your wording, right? That you said, I I have to, and we should probably think about switching that with, I get to. Yep. That is more liberating. That is Mm -hmm. more, I'm in control. That is more, it's an honor. It's a privilege versus a chore. Yes. Or I want to, that's my favorite one. When I really can own what I want. Because as Mm -hmm. a woman, you know, there's a lot of times I didn't get to own what I want Mm -hmm. in the world. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's interesting. I guess I want to talk about what the gap is, right? Between who we are and who we, we truly meant to be. Is it that, mm-hmm. is it the limiting belief? Is it the subconscious programming? What do you think it is that creates the gap between who we are and who we're meant to be or we want to be, as you say, and how do we attain that? I think it starts with both of those for sure. Yeah. And the gap really is, it's like drawing a painting that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's sitting down and actually giving yourself space and room to dream again. Because many mm-hmm. people, I don't know about you, but as an adult, I didn't give myself very much time to dream anymore because life was happening right, right around us. And so really taking some time to sit down and say, what do I really, really want without all the circumstances, which is a big ask right now in our world with everything going on, right? With COVID mm-hmm. and all the things that we're, we're confronted with these days taking some time to just slow down and say, what do I really want? Where do I want to be in three years from now? And then we can start to see the gap. What's in the way? Mm. You know, what are the limiting beliefs that are in the way? Or what are the circumstances that are in the way that we need to actually do something about to shift and create who we are from a completely different place? Mm. It's a blank canvas and it can be anything you want. And that's, that's the scariest part. Right. I, I watched Coach mm-hmm. Carter this weekend and one of the big quotes is it's not our greatest fears is that we're we're powerful beyond measures. Yes. Yeah. It's so, so true. <laughs> <laughs> we're so scared of what's what's out there, what's coming. And then that fear of not being successful or not making it through um, kind of keeps us down. And, and mm-hmm. but if we do open the door, we will be amazed of what we're capable of doing. And I'm a living testimony of that. And so really, really glad you shared that because we are extremely powerful. And I think you can agree or not. It starts with pen and paper. Mm-hmm. Yes. Journaling. Yeah. Journaling, journaling, drawing, speaking into your voice notes, you know, whatever creative modality you like that resonates with you. For some people it's writing, for some people it's drawing, for some people it's, it's walking, you know, as, or as you're driving and speaking into your, your voice notes. Yeah. Um, all of that is ways to release some of that creativity. Absolutely. Because once you get that through that creativity, your your passion will flow. Your purpose, what you were meant to do will flow. I think we don't spend enough time 
mm-hmm. in that quiet space, in that quiet time. And that's why for me, I make it a thing to journal in the morning. And I'm curious to see what you do in the morning as well to kind of yeah. cultivate that. So let's yeah. talk about your morning routine. How do you get up, dress up and show up? Oh my gosh. I love your show. And the premise <laughs> of get up, show up and dress up. Yeah. Um, you know, the first thing that I do when I wake up, the very first thing every day is I shower. And mm-hmm. there's something about, I'm a Pisces. So I think water has something to do with it, but I love being in the water. I love waking up slowly. And it's such a luxury for me to be able to get up and shower every day. So mm-hmm. I think of it as, um, just I'm, it brings me to a lot of gratitude to be able to get into a hot shower and be full of water that's hot. Yeah, we yes. got a friend that joined us. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, my dog is is hearing some dogs outside. Um, so that's number one. Then the next thing I do is I actually ask myself, what do I need as I'm getting dressed? So I will like put my makeup on, do do my hair, and you know, like get in, say like, what do I feel like wearing today? I, I go through that. But then the very next thing is, what do I need? So mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people that like has a set, like, and then I meditate and then I journal and then I eat breakfast. And, and it's really actually, what do I feel called to today for my mm-hmm. body or my soul? Some days I need to listen to an awesome playlist while I'm walking the dogs that you just heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or... Or some days I need to sit and I need to be really quiet for 20 minutes and meditate. Um, Mm -hmm. Some days I need to exercise. So instead of that, maybe even if I'm showering, like three hours later, I might be like, okay, I I need to exercise. I need to move my body. It doesn't matter if I already showered. So I really, the practice for me is asking myself, what do I need? Because for so long, again, I never asked. I just did Mm -hmm. things that either people told me I should do or what I thought would get me somewhere instead of being in tune with what I need. That's interesting. Asking yourself and actually assessing and see how you feel. Yeah. How you feel in the moment, how you feel in the day. And then you will decide, is it meditation? Is it quiet time? Is it working out? That's actually very intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. That works for me so much better than forcing myself into a routine. So, But you do know what you have. You do have them in place. You do have meditation. Yeah. You have journaling. Yes. It's almost like having them in your tool belt ready to pull out. (laughs) 100%. I have my options ready. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tell tell us about some of the disciplines that you do follow. One of them is taking a shower. That's one discipline like that. And that's a sense of gratitude for you, right? And I can relate to that so much, Elena, because I'm from Haiti and we don't have running Mm -hmm. water at our disposal, Mm -hmm. right? And so clean drinking water. So for me, first thing in the morning is taking that first glass of water. And then that's when my gratitude starts. It's hydrating first thing in the morning. So tell us about some more disciplines. You know, that leads to your success. It's so good. I mean, other disciplines are my lemon water. So like you, I start with cleansing out my liver. A big shift for me this year has been honoring my body through mm-hmm. what I eat and what I what I put in it. And this does not mean I'm perfect, by the way. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> still, still I, like my I chicken. chicken I get some McDonald's and I, I still like chicken. my wine. <laughs> I had chicken wings yesterday. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I uh, this does not mean I'm perfect, but what it does mean is I know how to take care of myself if I did indulge. And so I always start with a cup of lemon water to just reset whatever's happened from the day before. We've talked about meditation. I love some good yoga. That's mm-hmm. usually a midday routine that resets me in between clients. Okay. Um, I have three dogs that you just heard. I I think I'm crazy that I have three dogs, but (laughs) those three dogs need to be walked. So every morning we do a 30 minute walk so that, you know, we can remember that there's like sunshine and 
and people in the world when uh, stuff gets heavy and hard, you know, during the day with clients. So, so I definitely walk for 30 minutes. Music is another thing. Like I always try to have music in my space, whether it's on the walk or in between breaks, I'll play my, my favorite playlists. I also like to sing as you, as you heard, Mm -hmm. I still love music so much. So at the end of a day, I might sit down at the piano and just vocalize or sing, sing one of my favorite pieces for 30 minutes. And all of that is really, everything I'm describing brings me back to me. It is a spiritual practice in a way, but I'm less inclined to directly link it to spirituality. It's more just getting back to me and listening to what's out there for me. Yeah, that is beautiful because I imagine a lot of the CEOs and top leaders that you work with, they're on high demand. People are looking for stuff from them. So they don't, they don't have that luxury of turning in. They don't have like, like that luxury of, of doing things for them. They're rushing, right? They're running from the house, coffee in hand, suit, mm-hmm. jacket in, in hand, and they are hopping in the car and they're getting on calls. So we, mm-hmm. we lose that space. They don't get that space of tuning in. Tell us how important that is, because if it's not, if it doesn't get done, you can't be as productive or as efficient. Yeah. If, if you don't take time for you, I always tell my executives, uh, funny enough, the very first thing we work on is well-being when people come to me because whether they think they need it or not, it's usually the place that's out foundationally. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly what you said. People have forgotten that they have to come first because you were the source of your life. Yeah. So if you are not healthy and whole from emotional, spiritual, mental, physical, all those realms, then eventually you will not work anymore and it will mm. break down, right? So uh, a lot of the work I do do is is getting back to a more balanced routine, whatever that means for the individual and looking back internally around listening, that intuitive approach, getting mm. back to actually listening to what your spirit's saying, what do you really need to source yourself so that you can go out and actually have more impact in shorter amount of time. Right. You can create more and not have to give out so much more when you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. It's like to take care of that, take care of yourself. Everything else will take care of itself. Yeah. Because you come first. And I like that because it's true. Self-care gets thrown out the window. It's the first thing to go. That and sleep. Yes. 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 Sleep sleep deprivation is the killer for productivity. Oh my gosh, all the time. If I knew how important sleep was years ago, I mean, why don't they teach us this as teenagers? I think they tried <laughs> to, but <laughs> but as a teenager, I probably just wasn't interested. But <laughs> you know, those habits, man. I, I'll tell you what, if I don't get at least six hours, eight hours is my sweet spot. But if mm-hmm. I don't get at least six hours, I cannot function the next day. So and that's real. And that's yeah. being real. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I have to be responsible for it. I'd be like, I didn't sleep. I got to cancel some stuff, you know, because I'm not going to be able to do it. You can't show up. Right. You can't this, show up. <laughs> you can't show up. That's the whole point. We need to show up for ourselves. We need to show up for our clients. We need to show up for our family. You need to show up for those three dogs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're ready. So if I'm not ready, they'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how can we connect with you? Where can we find you? 
Yes. Uh, well, you can find me on my personal website, which is elenaarmijo.com. You can find me on my company's website that I founded, the c-suitecollective.com. Or you can find me on my podcast. I do a podcast as well called Inner Manner of Speaking with Elena Armijo. And we're always talking about leadership tips and coaching tips there. That's exciting. Um, for executive coaching, um, someone is hesitant. What do you tell them? I tell them, come have a conversation. Let's just talk. Anybody who wants to approach me or walk through my door, I promise we will have a beautiful conversation around getting you served. And if I'm not the one, I promise to find you the one. You know, we have a, a wide network of people, and it's all about finding your partner and the person that you really want to work with. Mm-hmm. There's a need for it now for mm-hmm. executive coaching. The, the, the industry is growing. Yes. People yeah. are realizing the need for self care. And I bet you work a lot. With um, morning routines, you, you set them up in the morning. 100%. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's been an honor. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your insight. We definitely uh, learn a lot about how to go from here to there. That mm-hmm. has been um, quite helpful because you got to turn in. You got to listen to that intuition. And I do like your spin on morning routines because it's not so rigid, but you do listen to yourself to see what do I need today? Is it meditation? Do I need to work out? Do I just need to sit yeah. or read something? And that's, yeah. that's powerful. And I think that's the goal. That's what we want to get to, that spirituality, that connectedness, yeah. so that we can listen better. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for coming. It's been such a pleasure. Awesome. All right, morning enthusiasts, that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.